0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives
1: as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Philistines gather against Israel. Saul is terrified, and when the Lord won't answer him, he consults a medium to conjure Samuel from the dead. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 28 on Simply the Bible.
0: Today we look at a story that is hard to explain. It deals with what we might call the paranormal, but it also involves a practice that God specifically prohibited in the law. We continue today in 1 Samuel 28.3. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had lamented for him and buried him in Ramah, in his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the spiritists out of the land. Then the Philistines gathered together and came and encamped at Shunem. So Saul gathered all Israel together, and they encamped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. And so the Philistines advanced against Israel and went deeply into Israel's territory to Gilboa. But Saul was ill-prepared for this battle and he was so afraid that his heart trembled greatly. Why was he ill-prepared? Well, rather than preparing himself to battle the real enemy, the Philistines, Saul had been fighting his own battle, trying to kill David, going all over the countryside, trying to do it. And so now when the real battle came, he was ill-prepared for it. So he inquired of the Lord. Now this was unusual because Saul didn't normally inquire of the Lord. He didn't really want to do God's will. He wanted to do his own will. But now that he was in a very desperate situation... He cried out to God, but God was not answering him, either by dreams, which was one way that God would communicate to people, or by the Urim, which was what the priest had to determine the will of God, or by any prophets coming and telling Saul, this is what you should do. Proverbs 128 says, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. Then they will seek me diligently, but they will not find me because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. We need to remember that God gives us light so that we will walk in it. But if we reject that light, we don't control the light that God gives us. He does. And Saul was now not hearing the voice of God. Then Saul said to his servants, Find me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, In fact, there is a woman who is a medium at Andor. Now Saul had put away all the mediums and spiritists in the land. He knew that they weren't supposed to be around, so he had done that. Because the law had expressly forbidden people to consult mediums. We find this in Deuteronomy 18.10 that says, Do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth the spirits of the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord, your God, will drive them out ahead of you. And you know, as I see that our nation is moving away from God and His commandments, it's getting into more of these things. Witchcraft is popularized, fortune-telling, psychics, mediums, all of these things that God said, don't do this because that's why I'm driving out the inhabitants of the land. But Saul was terrified. He was desperate. And so rather than humbling himself before God and confessing his sins and repenting and saying, God, I've played the fool. Please help me. Show me what to do. Rather than doing that, he disobeyed the commandment of God and searched for a medium who would help him conjure up the spirit of Samuel. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes and he went and two men with him and they came to the woman by night. And he said, please conduct a seance for me and bring up for me the one I shall name to you. It's interesting that Saul would do this at night under the cloak of darkness, the deeds of darkness. Then the woman said to him, look, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the spiritists from the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, as the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. So Saul was really playing the hypocrite here because he had put away all the mediums. And yet when he really wants us uh, to find something out, he Tries to use a medium, he disguises himself and doesn't let her know that he's really King Saul. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. And the king said to her, Do not be afraid. What do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So he said to her, What is his form? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel, and he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed down. Now, this is a very unusual story. It's given a lot of Bible commentators a lot of problems, and there's a lot of disagreement about how to really interpret it. I mean, is this a fact or is it a farce? Did this really happen? Well, I believe it really happened. It's talked about in the scripture, so we should believe it. But the question is, was this really Samuel that came back from the dead? Now, when we look at mediums and those who engage with what uh, has also been called in the old King James Version, familiar spirits. I believe that there are many who are dabbling in this realm of the satanic, in the occult, and they are actually engaging with demon spirits. And so while they may be telling others that they are conjuring up the dead, really what's happening is they're conjuring up a demon who's telling them things. And of course, demons can tell you lots of things about Uh, things that nobody else would know, but the demons would know those. And so oftentimes these mediums do have a power, but it's a power that's deceptive and it's a demonic power. But in this case, it really does seem that it was Samuel that came up to talk to uh, Saul. For one thing, we see that the medium is shocked when she sees Samuel she immediately knows that this man who is disguised is Saul because she sees Samuel. And it was like she had never actually seen a real spirit come from the dead before and was probably very scared herself. Now, there are people that say, well, this couldn't be Samuel. Well, I believe that we should take the natural sense of the scripture until we see that there's no way to take it that way. But you know what? God could do anything. And though God prohibited this. He certainly would not sanction the process under normal circumstances, yet it's possible that he did permit Samuel to come and set Saul straight. Now, Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophets, Nor by dreams. Therefore, I have called you that you may reveal to me what I should do. Then Samuel said, So why do you ask me, seeing the Lord has departed from you and has become your enemy? And the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me, for the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David because you did not obey the voice of the Lord, nor execute his fierce wrath upon Amalek, therefore the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also deliver the army of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. Now, the reason why I think this was Samuel is because everything that, Samuel said came true. However, Saul had asked Samuel for advice and what to do. Samuel didn't give him advice. He just said, look, this is what's going to happen. You're going to die tomorrow. You're going to be with me. And all of this is happening because you rejected the voice of the Lord. And now God is raising up David, your neighbor, to take your place. Saul had ignored God throughout his life. Now he wanted God to deliver him, but God was not going to deliver him from the hand of the philistines it is tragic for a person to come to the end of their life and realize that they had played the fool and realize that they had ignored god's commandments all of their lives only to to cry out to him at the end however i'm so thankful that we do live in the age of grace where even a person who has ignored and spurned the counsel of god their entire lives can call upon the name of the Lord. And yes, I do believe that there are deathbed conversions, although they may be few and far between, not because God is not willing to pardon, but because people are not willing to repent and call upon the name of the Lord. But we do have some great examples. For example, the thief on the cross who said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And we have the promise of God in Romans 10:9 that if you confess with your mouth, O Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. God is gracious to those who call upon his name for salvation in their final moments. But if you gamble with your soul by procrastinating, just understand this. You don't know that you will have the opportunity to call upon the Lord at the last moment. And you don't even know that you'll want to repent at that time. Therefore, it is much wiser To call upon the name of the Lord today and live for him today, doing what he's told you to do in his word. Now immediately Saul fell full length on the ground and was dreadfully afraid because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no food all day Or all night, he was just wiped out. And the woman came to Saul and saw that he was severely troubled, and said to him, "Look, your maidservant has obeyed your voice, and I have put my life in my hands and heeded the words which you spoke to me. Now, therefore, please heed also the voice of your maidservant, and let me set a piece of bread before you and eat, that you may have strength when you go on your way." But he refused and said, "I will not eat." So his servants, together with the woman, urged him, and he heeded their voice. Then he arose from the ground and sat on the bed. Now the woman had a fatted calf in the house, and she hastened to kill it. And she took flour and kneaded it and baked unleavened bread from it. So she brought it before Saul and his servants, and they ate. Then they rose and went away that night. This woman no doubt cared about Saul's welfare, insisting that he eat, knowing that he couldn't go to battle fasting in his weakened state it's a sad story the sad end of a life as we shall see he would die the next day in battle with the philistines along with all his sons a tragic ending to one who did not heed the voice
1: of god you've been listening to simply the bible The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we see where the Philistines gather against Israel But the Philistine princes won't allow David and his men to fight with them. They return home to Ziklag and discover that their wives and children have been captured. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Samuel on Simply the Bible.